0: Today's show is brought to you by Lamp Apparel, the official clothing of the Two Legit Sports Podcast. And today, we'll be discussing the Canelo versus Triple G fight. we I was in Vegas this week, and I got to catch a lot of the action, saw the open workouts, some of the press conferences, got to check out all the characters that were in town. It was a sight to see, folks. It was really, everybody had their El Chapo gear on. I, I thought it was going down in the lobby. It was amazing. We'll be discussing the UFC in Russia, probably briefly, not really. Mark Hunt, go, Mark Hunt. NFL betting lines for every game this week, and some light NBA talk. I heard Devin Booker broke his hand, so I had I had I had to talk about it. I had to talk about it. <laughs> This Saturday Night Live on HBO Pay-Per-View, we have the World Middleweight Championship on the line between Saul Canelo Alvarez versus El Renante, El Defensor, Hey, Linguito, Ganari, Gennady. Ganarianich, Golovkin, A.K.A. Triple G. Oh my God! It is going down this Saturday night world middleweight championship is on the line from the t-mobile arena in las vegas nevada triple g and canelo the rematch first fight happened last year last september where it was a very controversial decision it came out to a draw i personally had gennady galovkin winning the fight i had him winning eight rounds to four rounds but a draw i had to see it coming canelo is the money guy You know Gennady Golovkin has to knock out Canelo Alvarez. This is why I'm predicting Canelo Alvarez to get knocked out by Triple G. I got Triple G winning because I thought he won the first fight. Triple G is the betting favorite again in Vegas. Triple G is going to come out very aggressive. He knows he has to win this fight by knockout. He's not going to get a decision. This is Canelo's last fight on HBO. This is a big fight for Canelo Alvarez, not only to take out that draw and to and to simply remain undefeated minus mayweather but to get that big next free agent this is a boxing free agency that nobody's talking about if canelo wins this fight he is going to demand top dollar anywhere he goes this fight is also 8495 so they're just going balls to the wall and making all kinds of bread they're going all in hbo golden boy triple g they all, they all want it I'm surprised they didn't go 99 99 like McGregor and Mayweather. But nevertheless, $85 for the pay per view. Leave some comments below. Where do you think Canelo goes if he wins this fight? Does he stay with HBO? Does he go to Fox? Does he go to ESPN? Showtime? This fight was postponed from Cinco de Mayo because Canelo Alvarez tested positive for some bad meat. But I think the problem was he was in San Diego. Nevertheless, if Canelo just gets absolutely murked by Triple G, everything comes in question for, for Canelo Alvarez. Everything. If Canelo loses, that is a tough loss for him. How does he bounce back? Does he, depending on the fight, he could go with the rematch and have a third fight. But where will that be? I think Triple G has an has a HBO contract locked up. So HBO may want Triple G to win. But let's just say... Let's just say, let's just say that HBO doesn't re-sign Canelo Alvarez. Will this be the end of HBO boxing as it is? Who will be the stars of HBO? If you've noticed for the boxing fans out there, HBO has been trimming their boxing lineup down over the past year. If Canelo leaves and there's no really big A-list stars and the budget is not going to really invest in other guys, Is the Jim Lampley, man, the OG, HBO Sports, is HBO Boxing going to be done at the end of this year? By the end of next year? That's going to be wild. Everything will be on Showtime or ESPN. The other fights on the pay-per-view, Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez, the Nicaraguan, is going to fight a cream puff, and he should get the victory. Uh, But we'll see. He may be washed after those last three fights. He may be washed after the two losses and the the fight before, I believe, with Carlos Cuadras. He didn't, look, he didn't look that great as well. I think the weight is just too much for Roman. And but he, he's gonna get a softie to build him back up again and maybe play, uh, maybe do Superfly 4 if they redo that, if they remake that card. David Lemieux is gonna beat his opponent, I believe it's O'Sullivan. I saw O'Sullivan work out yesterday at the MGM Grand. It's cool, it's just Lemieux a good dude. I mean, Lemieux's a good fighter. He's a good fighter. I think he's gonna slightly edge him in a decision. And that is the championship round Canelo versus Triple G full in-depth talk. UFC Russia. Really? I can't believe they're doing a UFC in Russia on Saturday. I believe it's Saturday morning. I'll go with Mark Hunt. I don't even know who he's fighting. I'll take Mark Hunt. Before we break down the week two spreads in the NFL, I'd like to remind you to leave a rating, preferably five stars, on our podcast right here at Two Legit Sports. I really appreciate all the support. Make sure to leave a rating and a review if you can. Leave a comment. Leave a question. Anything, we'll uh, we'll discuss it here on the show. Really appreciate it. Now... Let's talk NFL NFL talk week one kicked off last night with Joe Flacco, not playing the first quarter whatsoever mentally. I mean, he was there. He was there physically in person, um, but he was not playing. I mean, they gave Cincinnati 14 points real quick. Uh, Lamar Jackson was way up in there. He was in some special plays. and I, I believe I look Joe Flacco is not really feeling this. I could tell. Joe Flacco's got to, he's not going to say it publicly, but he's got to hate that Lamar Jackson is just right there. Like, just wanting to take his job and just showing up on random plays. And, you know, Joe Flacco not having control of the ball, Joe Flacco does not like that. You know what I mean? AJ Green, holy shit, you are the fantasy player of the week automatically. Shout out to the—shout out to Cincinnati going 2-0 in the division and being in first place. Who did I say? Shout out to my guy Matt Black, a.k.a. Rob Showtime. I told you that the Bengals were good but Marvin Lewis will fuck it up in the playoffs. Telling you right now, right there. Bengals, look out. Sleeper, sleeper to win, after, especially after that tie. Chiefs and the Steelers. Wow, what a great 10 o'clock game this Sunday. I'm going to take the Steelers to get the victory with the first game at home. Look, Patrick Mahomes, Big Pat Mahomes, Air Mahomes. He doesn't have a nickname. We'll come up with one. He looked he looked amazing. He was airing it out. And you give him the cheetah, Tyreek Hill. Man, that is a dangerous combination. The defense is, is still really good. Hey, believe in Mahomes, man. That the, the Chiefs are looking really good. I know Bill Simmons had the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. It's looking like a great pick now. But I'll go with the Steelers to win this game. It's at home. They're going to come out strong, especially after a tie against the Cleveland Browns. I want, you to leave some, I want you to leave some comments below on this one if you're watching on YouTube or on uh SoundCloud or maybe write it in the maybe write in a review and ask a question. What if the Steelers go 0 1 1 after this game? They lose this game and they have a loss and a tie with Cincinnati being 2 0. Do they still win the division? What leave some comments below? Where do you think they end up after this? Where does Le'Veon does Le'Veon Bell come back? Does he get signed? That's a great question for this matchup, but I got the Steelers winning. The 1-0 Carolina Panthers against the 0-1 Atlanta Falcons. It's the Falcons' home opener this Sunday. The Falcons are favored by five and a half, according to Vegas. Man, the Falcons had an awful week one. Matt Ryan, Matty Ice Cold, He, him and Julio are not on the same page. It's no bueno right now. It's no bueno. They're gonna they're gonna come out here and they're gonna fix it against the Carolina defense. It's gonna be tough. Carolina's got a tough front seven. Carolina, I don't know what their offense is. Is he, is? Car- I need somebody. I need somebody for Cam to throw it up to. I'll go with Atlanta to win this game. Washington is better offensively and they're better defensively, and they're at home. They're favored by less than a touchdown. I'll take Washington. I think they'll win by a touchdown at least. Houston at Tennessee. Tennessee getting one. I'll take Houston. They're not going to go down 0-2. They looked good at the end of the, the New England game. We'll go with Houston to cover. Not cover. We'll go with Houston to win. Philadelphia minus three at Tampa. I'll go with Philadelphia. Tampa just... Tampa played New Orleans in a weird week one. Philadelphia is going to come out and just onslaught them. Miami at New York. New York is getting three. I'll, I'll take the Jets. The Jets look good on Monday night. Sam Darnold... Looked pretty solid. He bounced back from that pick six right out of the gate. Uh, and they beat, and they beat, they really beat down the Detroit Lions. Uh, Miami is Miami. But the, the Jets are just more talented. And they're a sneaky wild card team, in my opinion. That's why I have pick. I'll take the Jets. The Chargers getting seven and a half at Buffalo with Nathan Peterman. <clears throat> no, they're making the right decision or the right move. How many times did he say that? The right move. Josh Allen is going to face this really good Chargers defense. It's in the cold weather, but it's not that cold yet. The Chargers are going to kill the kill the Bills. They may be the worst team in the league. Vikings at the Packers with Aaron Rodgers on one leg, kinda with his sleeve of greatness. He has his knee strain, but it's at home. Green Bay's on. Green Bay is only getting one point. One point. I'll take the Vikings. They're going to win by a field goal or game-winning field goal, something like that. They got a really good defense, man. Man, Aaron Rodgers went from Khalil Mack and the Bears to the Vikings in back-to-back weeks. Tough. Cleveland at New Orleans. New Orleans is getting eight and a half. Can the Browns keep up on offense? No. Not with Tyra Taylor. I'll take the Saints. Lions at the Niners. The Niners getting five and a half. Man, Matt Patricia came out not very hot. He didn't come out very hot at all. He came out very, 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 very lukewarm. And the I, he tried to be Bill Belichick. And I think Bill Belichick is on, the only Bill Belichick on the planet. All of his coordinators are, are not great on their own. From what I see, I look at the stats. Pull up the stats. If you look at the numbers, look at the statistics of all the coordinators that have left Bill Belichick and have become head coaches, not strong. The Niners looked good in Minnesota. And they're going to blow out Detroit. I'll take the Niners to, to to cover the spread and to win by a lot. Arizona coming into the Rams' house, 12 and a half. It was up to 14 at one point, And it came down to 12 and a half. That's a huge gap. But Sean McVay can remember every play since elementary school. He remembers every chick he's talked to at the bar. He's talked to he, – he remembers every play from every – Every game. Did you see this memory test that they did with, with on Bleacher Report? It was amazing. Sean McVay is going to beat this team by at least 20 points. They're going to run it up. They're the better offensive team, the better defense team, the better special teams team. They got the better quarterback, the better running back. They got better everything. And they're just going to be merciless against a division opponent. They're going to make Josh Rosen come into the Coliseum and relive his UCLA days. And he's going to play the Rams probably in the fourth quarter that's a sure bet Rams big New England getting two points at Jacksonville in an AFC championship rematch I'm gonna take Jacksonville to win this I like Jacksonville's defense I think this is a lot of revenge game I think they play on emotion a lot and I'm gonna take the Jacksonville Jaguars to win and they're gonna they're gonna win they're gonna win by at least three Oakland at Denver. Wow, this is uh Denver's getting five and a half. I don't even know what to bet on this game. Oakland could be bad. They could be bad, or they or they could be semi good. And Denver, who knows? Uh, I'll take the Raiders in like a sloppy game-winning field goal by Denver or something like that. Case Keenan, Case Keenum runs it in at the buzzer, whatever. New York at Dallas is the night game. The Cowboys are hosting the Giants minus three, so it's basically a pick in Vegas' eyes. This is a big game for Dallas. If Dallas comes out and no-shows on offense again, Jerry Jones and his big dick helicopter is going to land it somewhere. He's going to land it on... He's going to open up the the AT&T Center, and he's going to land it at midfield, like right in the middle of the game. If if Odell Beckham has another 11 receptions for 100-plus yards, he will score on Dallas, okay? Odell's going to have a big game. Book Odell to have a big game. Saquon is going to have a good game as well. Look, they're going to have a great offensive game. And Dallas doesn't have the offense to keep up. So I expect Odell to be dancing. I expect Odell to do a lot of great things. So I'm betting big on Odell Beckham. I'll bet big on Eli Mann this week to throw an interception. But he'll throw a touchdown as well. If not three, I'll go with the G-Men. The Giants will win the game. For their Monday night game, the Seattle Seahawks at the Chicago Bears. I'll pick the Seahawks. I'll get more in-depth. I'll get more in-depth maybe Monday. But I'll leave it at there. I'll take the the Seahawks to win that game. And those are my NFL picks for the week. NBA offseason recap. Devin Booker has a hand injury. And look, that sounds a little suspicious to me because it's really hard to break your hand. Okay, it's really hard to break your hand. And Devin Booker broke his hand, which leads me to believe that Devin Booker punch somebody or something in the really really hard he had to that's what are the top five this is like some family feud stuff right here what are the top five ways you think Devin Booker broke his hand easily number one is he punched somebody in the face in a pickup game that's my number one number two is he punched somebody trying to jump him or take a picture with him all right Number three is he was super angry and he punched a wall or he broke a table or something. All right? Number four, number four is he fell on it. That is me. That's number four. That's number four for me, okay? Number five, number five would be is if he got kidnapped and they broke his hand in order to, and to give him money for ransom. That's the only way. But my betting favorites, look at my betting favorites right here, right here. Uh, look at the tongue, look at the tongue. Uh, my betting favorites... Number one, he punched somebody in a pickup game. Number two, he punched some dude getting a little too crazy with him. That's my prediction. That's my that's that's my that's my that's my, that's my theory. Not a prediction. It's a theory. Hypothesis. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, IT four. IT four, man. He had a he had an interesting year last year. He started with Cleveland. He ended with my Los Angeles Lakers. And he ends up this season with the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets. Now, I love Kevin Hart's new show on YouTube, Cold as Balls. He had he had King Isaiah on there. He had, he had, he had Mr. Fourth Quarter, Isaiah Thomas, the new one. Mr. Top Five in NBA MVP voting just two years ago. He was in the cold tub alongside Mr. Real Husbands of Hollywood, Kevin Hart. So they were talking and he, he, I mean, Isaiah Thomas, all five, nine of him said that he is the number one point guard in the league. And look, you have to believe that I, you, I have to firmly believe that to be that good. And to be in the NBA, you have to have that level of confidence, ego, arrogance, whatever you gotta be, you have to have that much belief in yourself, but he is not the number one point guard in the NBA. He, he's, he's nice. He's nice. He's going to be a nice six man and a nice piece for the Denver Nuggets. He's going to make the Denver Nuggets a solid playoff team. My top five goes Stephen Curry. Okay. Kyrie Irving went healthy. So I'll take Kyrie Irving at 70 games, 65, 70 games in the regular season. And if I get him for 16 in the the post, I'll take it. I'll take Kyrie Irving in the second slot. Number three for me is Damian Lillard. He's that dude, man. I think you could really build a championship team with and or around him. I think I, He's an animal. I love the way he plays. I love his style. I, lo- I love the, his intensity and his mind when it comes to the game. I'm a big fan of Damian Lillard ever since he came out of Weber, Weber State. Number four, I'll go with Russ. He is just a freaking beast up and down the court, Mr. 100%. And then number five, I got to go with... CP three because CP three is tech, is the point guard and Harden's a shooting guard. So I'm gonna go with CP three, number five. See, look, Chris Paul's an animal and he's the same. Him and Kyrie Irving. If they, if they give me a healthy amount, Chris Paul year 14 is going to be tough. I'll be honest. It's going to be tough for him probably, but Chris Paul, that's I, if you can get him for, if you can get him for 60 games in the, in the regular season and get him for the playoffs, that's a great, that's a team that can win the title. They are a heavy contender, especially with all the moves Daryl Morey is going to do uh, come February and March. So I'll take Chris Paul at number five on my top five point guards. Joe Kim Noah gets released, and he is more than likely going to go to the Minnesota Timber Bulls. They got everybody. Jimmy Butler, Derrick Rose, Al Dang. He's getting everybody. Joe Kim Noah is the final piece. He is the final piece of the puzzle for the Minnesota Timberwolves to not make the playoffs and for Jimmy Butler to go to New York and play with Kyrie Irving. This is, you can't script this any better. And that's this week's NBA talk as we quickly approach the NBA season. We're a month away, basically, from all the preseason and all the, all the action. We'll get to see LeBron on the court, at least, for all of minutes, probably. But yeah, NBA is coming back, and it's almost a 12-month-a-year sport now with all the offseason news. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's Too Legit Sports Podcast. Wherever you're listening, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. Yeah, we're on Twitter as well. We're, on, we're, we're, we're basically Too Legit Sports everywhere on the Internet. Thanks to our worldwide audience. Thank you to our listeners, of course, in the USA, but Mexico. Ecuador, Nicaragua, France, Australia, Spain, and Canada. Really appreciate the support. Once again, my name is Alex Fernandez. If you don't know, now you know.